It's the Vibe, High Vibes Podcast. Um, I want to talk to you about the underdog. Dude, I love the underdog. Not like a movie or no any specific anything, but as far as like the underdog in a competition, whether, you know, it's basketball game, football, you know, you name it. Fighting, MMA, right, UFC. I just tend to always gravitate to the underdog. And I'm definitely not alone in this. I'm definitely not alone. You know, you see a lot of people absolutely cheering for an underdog because eventually, whether they hate the champion because they're too damn good or cocky, arrogant, whatever it may be, people, I think, gravitate to the underdog because I think it represents your average person. You know, it represents, I guess, us, right? your 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 people who are still just coming up and they had a dream and finally they're at the brink of it and they're about to break through and you're just rooting for them you don't even know who they are right the first thing that comes to my mind right now oh man holly holmes and ronda rousey dude ronda rousey has not been the same since after that fight I mean, I did read that she eventually, like, went through depression, and that's very unfortunate. But as far as, like, Holly Holm, you know what I mean? Like, dude, that kick, when that kick landed, that shook the entire world. By the betting odds, she was, like, negative, like, 60,000 or whatever the hell it was, right? Like, but it's negative 6,000. It was, like, she was, like, plus 6,000, sorry. And everyone was just stunned and shocked, but then you also see the celebration because she she did have some fan base, but also the people who were just so happy for her. And I don't really necessarily think it was more so people were cheering Ronda Rousey's defeat, but more so that victory. Um, name another, what about another fighting one? Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson. When Mike Tyson got his first loss, I mean, I don't know if you guys ever heard you know the story behind Buster Douglas but his mom died a couple days before that fight but his mom said he will beat Mike Tyson and he made a promise to his mom that he will beat Mike Tyson so when he came on to that fight and he got knocked down by Mike Tyson oh my gosh people didn't expect him to get up because you don't get up from Mike Tyson's blows when that man throws it and it lands, like it, it shakes the freaking ring. So when Buster Douglas got up, and not just got up, but fought back and kept going and started giving it back and eventually took down the heavyweight champion of the world, dude, insane. But as far as champions go anyways, everyone was an underdog at some point. Everyone starts out as an underdog, I feel like. Especially if you're are if you are reaching for something, especially when you're when you're competing, right? Trying to get better at anything, right? You start out as an underdog. Whether people don't even give you a chance because for, from first look, they won't even give you a glance, right? And, and they won't even give you the opportunity. And you and you still go at it again. You try again, right? Because anyone else can just quit. A lot, most people do, but then they keep going and start building that persistence and start building that willpower 
constantly training that little embryo of discipline that every time they fall down they discipline themselves to just get right back up to to and when you even when you talk to entrepreneurs right entrepreneurs will tell you i expect a no or like salesmen i expect a no I, I look for a next no because that means they're one person closer to a yes it's a numbers game it's a law of averages a salesperson will go up to a hundred doors but all they need is that one and because that one that will lead to another one and another one it's a numbers game right it's networking so as far as the underdog I think I believe that's why people root for the underdog because it represents us it represents the person that's trying to climb and trying to get better and refuses to give up because they see a vision that no one else sees people are, are, are doubting someone that's maybe 10 11 12 13 is telling them I'm gonna be in the NBA I'm going to the NFL I'm going to the, my major leagues baseball I'm gonna go play professional hockey NHL right I'm gonna be a professional fighter I'm gonna be a scientist I'm gonna be or whatever I mean yeah there don't get me wrong there is a lot of people you know that they encourage them but for the most part they say that out in the world it goes yeah right do you know do you know how many people make it to the league do you know how many people make it out of this town then you even have their own family members do you know anyone in our family no you know it, it's so unfortunate because especially when they're that young instead of adults or just their peers throwing gas into their fire they're putting it out instead and then unfortunately that person if they don't have that that tenacity you know or, or, or someone that will let them know that no don't listen to anybody you keep going if they don't have that person in their corner unfortunately they'll eventually hold on to that no hold on hold on to that rejection and then they give up but the underdog refuses to give up the underdog knows that they have comeback power you know what's comeback power it's like no matter what happens no matter how many times you knock them down they're gonna come right back up Les Brown has this quote says if you get knocked on your back you better fall face up because if you can look up you can get up right knock down seven times get up eight keep going if you see a vision that no one else sees if you see yourself going to the league no matter what ball you're holding if you see yourself you know traveling the world if you see yourself cooking and owning restaurants if you see yourself being a freaking investor and just having just an army of of passive income the business that produces passive income because you're building generational wealth whatever it is that you're actually going for whether you're you're you're, you're climbing the la the corporate ladder and you're trying to become the GM the district the CEO you're trying to build the next company to whatever it is if you see it go for it if you hold it in your hand you can if you, if you see in your head you can hold it in your hand all right imagination is everything there's synthetic imagination and there's and there's just generalized imagination I believe that's what it's called um, but essentially 
oh sorry synthetic imagination and creative imagination and essentially synthetic ones are the ones that that we already know so when I tell you to think of a red blanket right and think of that red blanket not having plaid now you kind of see that synthetic imagination you've seen that 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 vision before you've seen that thing before so you can gather in your mind but then when I tell you whatever your dream is right if you see yourself at the end result and then you see yourself celebrating no one else can really see that only you can see that that's yours that was given to you whatever success looks like well first of all success for one it's a progressive idea of a worthy ideal sorry a progressive realization of a worthy ideal essentially means if you know what you're doing where you're going and why by definition you are successful if you're a high school student trying to become valedictorian or trying to graduate and get your high school diploma so you can go to college or go off into your career that's you know you know your what your where and your why you know your what and your why that's success you can't compare that to someone that's doing something else completely different right meaning if i'm already graduated i can't say, oh, that's not success it's the same success because it's the same one as the uh, as the college gra uh, as a graduate who's now going to college working on diploma you know what they're doing where they're going and why same person that's trying to headline their company and lead a group of people right so whatever success is for you you know what it looks like as a matter of fact you know what it feels like because I'm sure it provides you some ease some happiness and joy some excitement right so if you have whatever it is that you're doing that provides you passion that provides you purpose and it gives you all fulfillment that's a trifecta right there if you can say all three things in the current job that you have, the current career that you have, you got the jackpot. That is successful. Stop thinking the successful is directly correlated to money. Worry about your gift and the money will come. You see a lot of people who has plenty of millions who are suffering, celebrities, for one, in and out of drug rehab right they don't know how to handle because if you can't conquer your mind if you can't conquer self self will conquer you so being the underdog that means you have that all basically wrapped up as far as your mindset goes your tenacity your persistence your drive you are driven you're no longer in motivated you are now driven the underdog is driven what's the difference of driven and motivated well motivation is a feeling for one it comes and goes you can wake up motivated you can not you can watch a video right now on YouTube and feel motivated and feel like you're ready to conquer the world then you go out there and someone's talk talks down on you and you're back to square one right so that's a feeling but when you're driven driven means it does not matter what's in your way driven means you're gonna go after it you have a goal and you're gonna do whatever it takes to accomplish that goal you have a goal and it's no longer a matter of if I accomplish it it's a matter of when I accomplish it that's driven so underdog man that's why I love the underdog at one point Kobe Bryant 
was an underdog. Kobe Bryant scored zero points all, uh, all summer long as a 12-year-old, came back as a 13-year-old, dropping 60 on kids, making a hit list. Oh, sorry, he called it a kill list because he was ranked number 57 in the nation and he wrote down all the names of the 56 kids that was listed in front of him. And when he played them in the AAU circuit, he made sure he embarrassed them. So at one point, Kobe Bryant was an underdog. Right? He, Kobe Bryant wasn't drafted first. He was drafted number 13th. He wasn't, he was drafted, as a matter of fact, he wasn't even, he's not even playing for a team that, he didn't play for a team that drafted him. He was drafted by the Charlotte Hornets at that time. And then Lakers picked him up. It's a 13th pick, right? But the Lakers saw his talent. The Lakers were scared he was going to go in the top three. Michael Jordan was cut from his freshman basketball team, underdog. But his mom, his mom told him, you better go out there and show him and show them. You work and you show them. And then he did. And he became Michael Jordan. There are so many stories, right? That, that it started as an underdog. That they never even got a chance. Or I got one for you. Henry Ford. If you don't know who Henry Ford is, you know the last name. Ford. You see those cars all over the place. But what if? What if I told you that Henry Ford is actually one of the most most successful underdogs like the craziest underdog what if i told you henry ford was illiterate he was in poverty and, and he had no resources like that but you know what he had he had a mind he had a brain and through specialized knowledge through three months of education even when he started getting successful People told him no one would buy those cars. No one would spend money on those things. But then he said, I will belt the world with motorized vehicles. And he did. So if you guys don't know about Henry Ford, you get to looking and studying. Because that man was illiterate. He was in poverty. Okay, he, had, he had excuses, right? Thomas Edison had a sixth grade education but he's literally the leading inventor of our time. He has over close to 2,000 patents. Okay? Thomas Edison, you don't know who Thomas Edison is? Flip, flip that light switch. Here's another one. Movies you're watching, guess, what, who, guess, who, this, guess who created that camera? It's these things. Everyone starts out as the underdog because they have a vision no one else sees, but they keep going. They climb and eventually become a champion. Right now, it's November. We're in the fourth quarter. Next thing you know, the year's gonna end. Dude, don't, don't ease up. Don't ease up. There's still time to fight. Fight. Be that damn champion. Fight. Walk in through 2023 with a freaking bang, doing everything you said you were gonna do. There's still time. It's the fourth quarter. Let's get it. Stay blessed. Keep those vibrations high.